You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Podcast lovers, hello. How are you all? It is Wednesday. It is early, 9am. This airs tomorrow. I'm behind schedule. <laughs> this is so good. Anyway, let's let's go crazy. Let's um, let's live life on the edge. I'm Natalie Miller Snell. This is Seize the Day. So first off, I want to start with some feedback I've received from you guys from the previous few shows. Uh, it's been lovely hearing from you all. Actually, uh, let's start with the balloon technique that I mentioned in show three. I think it was turning negative thoughts into positive thoughts. I've had so many of you get in contact and let me know that the technique is either working for you or that you're going to use it in order to rid yourself of negative thoughts or to help give you positivity. Uh, I think that's fantastic. I, I'm over the moon if it helps one of you, two of you, three of you. That's tremendous and I'm, I'm really excited. So thanks for letting me know. I have had a, another listener contact me again about the same show, Negative to Positive. I mentioned in the show when you need to lift yourself up, when you need to get some positive thoughts, surround yourself by, by positive people because that always helps and they can cheerlead and so forth. This one listener says that she works with somebody who refers to people or that people can be like radiators or drains, i.e. some radiate positivity and others drain you of it. Uh, This is a a great analogy and thanks for sharing it with me. So when you're feeling down, get yourself surrounded by some radiators. I I love that. Um, What else have I got here? Uh, Pete. Pete contacted me uh, after Overcoming Fear, the last show, in fact, and Pete's a family friend. I'm going to paraphrase what he what he wrote. Effectively, he's saying that he would like the word fear to be replaced by the word apprehension, as he feels it's probably more suited to the situations that we fear. Perhaps the word fear in itself is too powerful and therefore it creates some of the reactions. In the show, I mentioned about public speaking Pete queries, is it the fear of doing or is it more an apprehension of doing? Which is, it's really interesting take, Pete. I quite like that. Do we do we apprehend or do we feel apprehensive about things as opposed to fearful? I think a, a lot of people are still riddled with fear. However, I really like this take on it. So thanks for sharing. And, and last but not least, certainly not least... Blakey, I want to have some pom-poms here just to cheer you. I've got to say, Michelle contacts me after every show and she's truly fantastic with giving me some of her experiences on the same topics that I've covered, which is wonderful. Michelle's spoken to me about similar situations from the the negative to positive when she was also made redundant, thought her world was going to end, seized the day and took control and made it positive and she's highly successful now in terms of overcoming fear cracking me up with your stories about public speaking but you still do it you still feel the fear and do it anyway and that is awesome so thank you so much for sharing with me and to everybody and anybody who's listening or anyone that wants to get in contact it's really wonderful to to share your your stories 
Right, so on to today's show. Show five is going to be all about kindness. Now, I've spent the last week, maybe fortnight, actually thinking a lot about kindness and how how it plays a part in our life and how it feels to be kind and the benefits of, of being kind. On Monday this week, my motivational post on the Lesbian Talk Show Facebook group was about kindness and I was bowled over by the comments, the feedback, the examples that came back. Truly incredible from helping uh, your neighbour put the rubbish out to buying somebody without a home some food to consciously being kind in everything you tried to do to providing essential things for a child who might not have it. Brenda, Rachel, Anne, Stevens, Blakey, Victoria, you guys rock. I, you made my Monday, so I wanted to share that and say thank you. No act of kindness is too small. All of the above a wonderful, a smile even, kind words, offering a seat, offering thanks, letting somebody into a queue. Every act of kindness is incredible. Common sense tells us more kindness in the world is a really good thing. I always remember um, the Friends show where Phoebe, what, what is it she says? No act of kindness. No, Being kind is not a selfless act because you feel good about everything you do. You There's no selfless kind act. And I found that quite fabulous and quite fascinating and very accurate. When you're kind to somebody, you feel incredible. It's an amazing thing to be able to do. We rush through life sometimes, not paying attention to um, people around us or, you know, even hardships that people are going through. And we might be suffering with hardships ourselves, actually. It's also good to look outside of us and, and reflect and see what's going on in the world. We spend, and I'm guilty of this, which is why I say it, we spend a lot of times with our heads in our phones. Uh, sometimes it's good to stand back, look around so we don't miss things, so we can see what's going on. And if we're able to help out or be kind or notice somebody, I think that's an amazing thing. It's interesting, actually. I, I even find myself when I'm feeling down or if I need a if I need a lift, I actually find myself doing something kind. The benefit I get by being kind or doing something that feels generous or that's not related to me, that's for somebody else, gives me such a lift that's invaluable. I mean, truly, truly invaluable. So I was looking online, researching for some articles about kindness and the benefits that we we get from being kind for both ourselves and the recipient and how you feel generally as a result and the and the outlook that you have in your life from being kind. And I stumbled across this, uh, this beautiful article, the Atlantic magazine entitled Masters of Love. The first quote, science says lasting relationships come down to, you guessed it, kindness and generosity. So this article focuses on relationships and, and the benefit actually of kindness within a relationship. And I draw on this because fundamentally, when we walk through life, everything we do is about a relationship, be it with our closest spouse, to Joe Blogs down the road, to who we interact with in the shop. It's all about relationships. Now, I absolutely adore this. The the opening image is of, a, of an older couple and it's beautiful. 
Um, let me find here. Let's have a look. Uh, psychologist John Gottman. There we go. G-O-T-T-M-A-N. He was one of the researchers. And over four decades, four decades, sorry, they studied and he studied thousands of couples, all different types, all age groups, um, gay, straight, uh, everybody, uh, a full spectrum. They analysed bodily reactions when the couples were together uh, and their physiology started out at the beginning of the relationships and then called the couples back later on throughout this, this decade or four decade period. And what the article talks about, um, and it's well worth a read, those relationships that demonstrated and exhibited kindness in every matter had the strength, were successful and had lasted the tests of time. Those relationships where the couple and the partnership weren't kind, they didn't offer kind words, they, you know, they digged at each other rather than being supportive, they found fault. Those relationships either were struggling, there was a lot of unhappiness, or they had ended, which makes total sense. No one wants to be treated unkindly. In terms of relationships, kindness is fundamental together with communication. And if that's the crux of the matter, if kindness helps support and maintain relationships, that will apply to every scenario around you. Every interaction you have has the benefit of being successful due to kindness. And that can be related into work, that can be related to someone you pass on the street. The act itself can be anything. It can be small, it can be large, it can be a offering kind thoughts, it can be a kind gesture, it can be buying someone lunch, it can be loaning someone or giving somebody 50p to help towards the, you know, buying a paper, to getting someone a coffee, to helping someone lift their groceries or helping someone lift a suitcase up the stairs, absolutely anything. And it goes a really long way and you'll feel better for it. And hey, how about let's try something this week as well. Three acts of kindness during your week. You can do it all in one day. You can do it every other day during the week. But get three acts of kindness into your week. Let's seize the day and let me know what you did, how it felt, and if it changed your your general day or outlook or if you were just positive or, you know, how you felt. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be big. Absolutely anything Kindness is about doing what you can, where you are, with what you have. Okay, so let me leave you with a poem. Pete Dean, who I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, is a family friend and he writes children's books and poems. When I mentioned to him a couple of weeks ago that I would be doing this podcast on kindness, he actually wrote a poem which I want to share with you. If kindness sat upon the scales of what you gave and what you took... Which side would weigh the heaviest? Would you even take a look? Are we happier receiving than to give this simple gift? A gift that costs us nothing to give someone a lift. So let's not take more for ourselves than we ever give away. Why don't we tip the balance and be kinder every day? So that's it. Thanks so much again for listening. It's a real pleasure and I thoroughly enjoy doing this. If you want to get in contact, my email is nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Twitter is at natsnell and the website is seize the dash day
www.sisthedaybook.com. Take care, look after yourself, keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please pop over to seizethedashday.com where you'll find my other shows. And come and talk to me at Twitter or email me on nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you.